Hello and welcome everybody to the Hextech Heroes podcast. Uh, my name is Susan and today I'll be your host. Unfortunately, today we don't have our fellow podcaster minion slash homie laughing mage with us, but I do have my fellow podcaster minion slash homie with me. Hello, uh, I'm Micro. I am the podcaster minion in question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sadly, Mage has been feeling under the weather lately, so he asked us to carry the torch today and do this one without him. Prages for him and Hopium he'll he'll be back oh, next yeah. week. Um, but yeah, with that, we're gonna keep on going. Uh, next segment, we're gonna move into Ketchup XP. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to take that first, or sure. you want me to go? Um, yeah. I haven't been up to as usual. I haven't been up to too much lately. Um, I've actually been. Okay, so I'll start off this off with I'm going to be missing a an episode in about three weeks' time because I'm going to be going to, I think it's Cherokee. I can't remember if it's North or South Carolina or I'm just fucking it up and it's nowhere near those two. Um, but I've got a Warhammer tournament up there that I'm driving up to, my uh, family member and I. and It's going to be a pretty big tournament, I think, so that's going to be Hell fun. Yeah. But I'm not taking my normal army. I'm taking Emperor's Children. They're pretty Ooh. cool. They're a bunch of... If you know what Warhammer is, you probably have seen a Space Marine. But the Emperor's Children are kind of like... They're weird. I'll put it that way. I'm giving a bunch of them guitars and they have noise marines. and They're going to shoot a bunch of noise. But I'm basically building the army from scratch even though I played them for a while. I just wanted to do all these custom cool conversions and everything for the army for that thing. So that's more so what I've been doing recently. This whole week has been painting and building and getting the army together. I have a big old kind of like walker tank thing. They call them dreadnoughts. Um, but I got one of them I'm bringing. I've got a bunch of guitar noise marines. I just put together a bunch of demon like marine hybrids. I got the airbrush out. and I'm, That's what I spent all day doing yesterday since... Uh, Major was also under the weather yesterday. We didn't know we were going to record this episode, just the two of us, until recently, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I do. I still do enjoy recording. Um, but I got the airbrush out. I got everything out. I'm, I've just been working on it. It's been fun. It's the first time I've enjoyed painting in a while for some reason. Painting pink is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, other than that, I played a few ranked games this week. I think I'm two and one. My MMR is still fucking bonkers. Plus 20. Yeah, that picture. It got even better. It was like plus 24 minus 8. Oh my god. It, granted, it's one better, but that's still like... <laughs> I need to set aside the time to climb. I feel um, like I, I've 100% been lacking. <laughs> 100%. Same. For my MMR, what it is, I've been lacking for what I should be putting in. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much it. The usual, just been playing Hearthstone, Warhammer, nothing much other than that. Just living my life, being me. Yeah, I saw the um, the picture of the model that you sent. Did it, did it take you a while to do? Oh, the the pink one. Yeah. The that did not actually. It probably took about three hours. Maybe I'll post it on my Twitter so our viewers can see. But um, yeah, that'd be dope. I like. It's like a purple pink Space Marine. He's got like a half a skull face. It's a Space Marine Reaver, if anybody knows. Um, well, that was for a competition. Also, testing out the uh, the scheme, of course. But it was for a uh, 
paint like that? Was it just the one? Yeah, that's just one. Um, okay. The models don't look like that because that's a not quite the faction. It's just a test of the color. But I think it came out pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it took three, four hours, which is pretty long, but at the same time, not for a Warhammer model. Oh, yeah, it, um, it makes sense. You, you put some really good detail into that. Yeah, I appreciate that. But, yeah, that's the one. Or, <laughs> as a scheme, I did paint up for a competition, too. That one took me three hours. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Let's go. How about uh, you? As for me. <laughs> like as I said, for I've you. Been <laughs> I haven't been playing League like at all. It's not that I don't want to. I would like to. I don't know. I just I just haven't felt it. I'm just not in the mood. And I feel like when I when I really want to play, I'll enjoy it a lot more. I, don't, I just don't want to force myself to play the game. Yeah. That's a good I feel way like to go I'm about it. Like a lot less. Um but yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Is it still um, the season where it's like Doomslayer and everything? Yep, it's um pretty sure chapter four. Nice. The first season of that. I finished the battle pass, which is what I've been doing the whole week. Me and the <laughs> homies have been have been terrorizing some some little kids for the past few days. Uh, yeah, we, we had to get our money's worth, you know, for the battle pass. Um, what else have I been up to? I've been working. I've also been playing um some like Apex and Overwatch. I've oh. I've liked some some first person shooters. Lately. Yo, we gotta play some Overwatch sometime. I actually, oh, yeah. I love. I used to say I hated the game because it didn't change, but then Overwatch Two, some, for some reason, even though it's nearly the same game, changed it up for me. But we gotta play that sometime. Yeah, I'm down. I mostly play um support. I play Ana and Kiriko. Those are my oh, two favorite characters. Nice. I love yeah. When I used to play, support. I played a lot of support. It was Brigida and uh, I played some tank too. Arissa, I think Brigida and Arissa were my two. I think tanks are extremely strong in that game. Same for oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I've been oddly getting better at those. I'm usually big poopoo dookie, especially on keyboard and mouse. I used to play a lot of, like, console COD back in the day, but I never really wanted to play shooters after that. Yeah. Especially after getting my own PC. Uh yeah, that's that's been all I've really been up to. I've been catching up with a little bit of LCS. Um I've been seeing some of the games. Haven't been able to like watch full ones. But I've been dabbling. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a, yeah. that's another thing. Okay. I haven't been watching it like almost any LCS because I've been painting and all that. Uh though after the tournament, of course, I'll probably be getting into it, watching it. <laughs> so Unfortunately, our viewers won't be getting the full LCS rundown like we yeah, usually do with Mage. Mage, sadly. Mage, I, I know. I, I like listening to Mage when he goes off about that stuff because I, I feel like he just has this passion that I, I don't see in anybody else. And he just he goes off, man. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. Love hearing talk, him talk about it. Because it's like, he gives insight that I wouldn't think about, especially about the games. Just sick. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm the viewer that just watches... <laughs> and that's it. I don't analyze anything. I'm just like, oh my god, my team, the team that I root for, they're doing good. Yay. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the way that he just like looks into stuff and in all the conclusions that he draws in, in the drafts that we watch and like 
comment on and stuff like that when we watch live games. Yeah, his like, Twitter is like because I know I don't think you have Twitter at the moment, I, I, which I, is fine. I don't have time in the day. No, you're I, good, man. I I made one, but I posted like two things on it. One of them's a picture of Goober, and then the other one was the mastery chart thing that was going around. But I was like clicking on Mage's profile. There's just a bunch of like, like you said, live reactions about the games going on and stuff. So yeah, it's it's a true passion. It's great to see that. For sure, for sure. I love the work he puts in, and the passion he has. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, on to team chat. So, the first topic that I wanted to bring up was, I guess we could talk about the LCS standing mm-hmm. right now, since I've been dabbling a little bit. Um, So, in first, I'm not going to give you, let me just pretense this, I'm not going to give you the whole mage rundown, like we just said, <laughs> but <laughs> I did just want to bring up uh, who's in, like, you know, the top three and whatnot, and who I'm still rooting for, and you know, Micro's mm. opinion and stuff. And who champions I've been seeing a lot of too. And first we have FlyQuest, which I don't I think TL and FlyQuest were among the teams that Mage was looking forward to the most. FlyQuest is four and oh right now. They're kind of going crazy. We have Evil Geniuses. Um, Cloud9 and 100 Thieves tied at 3-1 three, three and one with the lo- win-losses. Um, but FlyQuest is 4-0 at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and next in line, we have TSM. Then we have with the 2-2. Two, two. CLG, 2-2. Two, two. We have uh, Team Liquid as well, 2-2. Two, two. Immortals is 1-3. Dignitas, <laughs> which I was surprised to see, was 0-4. Yeah, that one. I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, and... Golden Guardians as well as 0-4 with their record. Um, yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, Who are you rooting for? <laughs> we're definitely not, you know, as into it, but like we got our teams. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm definitely still rooting for C9. I enjoyed seeing uh, Berserker. I, I've seen a lot of Zeri lately on on the channel. Yes, they've, they've letting them. They've letting them. They've let them. <laughs> loose up on the whole perma prio bot lane and play like the lucianami the the karma sivra i think i've seen one game the zeri lulu is a really strong combo in my opinion and and it just shows in the games um but they've let them move away from the perma prio ash heimer the the varus heimer and the the who else do we see uh Callista and the caitlin supports Oh so, my god, yes. Yeah. That's about the thing in the There's a lot of discourse on Twitter about yeah. the freaking the Calista supports too. So somebody I've mentioned seen, like oh, there's some wax stuff. I've seen everybody just like losing their minds over it. Like just yo, can we stop? Like what is going on? <laughs> it's pretty funny to to see that. Um and then I've also been seeing a lot of Cassante. Oh my god. God, he's been perma banned in my games too. By me, of course. Disgusting, <laughs> man. He's so good. Been, he just dominates so many games. He's such a good answer to Jax, who we've been seeing in a lot of a lot of the games lately. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really good answer to that because he he just 
doesn't always require an auto attack to be effective. A lot of his other moves have <laughs> nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. So even though he does get his empowered auto after the Q, and also I'm pretty sure they're taking Grasp up there, maybe. Don't quote me on that. But um, yeah, Champion, he's just too strong. He's a good counter for Jax. Um, I've seen Olaf be played into him pretty effectively because in he kind of LCS games. Yeah. Into Asante, he just um he kind of just stat checks him back essentially. I like that. Heels. Because Olaf's a fucking menace in one v ones. Yeah, he is for sure. Yeah, I was looking at the speaking of the weird supports too. I was looking on because I saw something on Twitter. I retweeted it, but fucking cat evolved. <laughs> Say something about Trindamir support. If you max out your W, it reduces ADAD. That as an eight is, zero, which is fucking crazy. It's like an exhaust on a nine second cooldown or something. Whatever that it is, it's kind of wild. Yeah, ADAD. So hear me out. I'm calling Whoa. it. That shit might be played in LC at some point, <laughs> or maybe some sort, some form of pro play. That'd be cool. I don't know. I like innovative supports like that, but at the same time, stop. I would like to see how they would implement it in pro play for sure. Yeah, because like, unironically, I see a legit build for like Trinomir, of course, W Max, like I was saying, but like building some rude shit on top of it, like Randu and Zoman to even to double down on that, or like Frozen Heart to also reduce your attack speed. Yeah, for sure, because you're you're definitely gonna have to compensate for the fact that you're Trinomir in the bot lane. <laughs> you're Trinomir with a with a mana item in the bot. Lane. Yeah. It's like you have you have the Q sustain, but you're not free autoing stuff like you would be in top lane. So yeah, it, it would it would be kind of bad, especially when you're maxing W. I, oh I don't God. know. You'd you'd have to play it in like such a specific matchup. I have no clue what context you'd play that in. <laughs> but it oh, sounds yeah. funny, I guess. Yeah. But then you know it has the potential at level six to just like you know walk on top of your characters. As Trindamir does, you know he's got just, the fuck you button with his W. Yeah, regularly do Trindamir things. Oh yeah, but yeah, that that'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, People would definitely lose their minds more and more for sure. I'd freak out, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I feel like people would want to play traditional supports, especially with the the changes that are mm -hmm. coming. I want to see more like unorthodox, at least in pro play, like traditional supports like i remember we freaked out when we were watching world's finals and bard was picked and then that shit won that was yeah. cool like just seeing bard on a world stage was cool but like just picks like that where it's you don't see them often they're traditionally supports but you don't see them often that's also something i want to see more of though i haven't really watched much this season maybe bard has been played before i'm not sure yeah but and i also it's also the prospect of seeing it get played at a pro level oh yeah for sure seeing what pros do with it yeah, it's like people are playing this, but it's like, oh, this is the highest level of League of Legends being played right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, going Boom. next in our topics, if you don't have anything going on. Oh, I was just going to say, I, uh, as the same with you, I think I'm rooting for Cloud9 as well. I don't know too much about their rosters here. I know Berserker. Yeah. Okay, who else is on? I, I just like Berserker. I know Jojo Pew and I also like Evil Geniuses. And I don't know where Impact is. Because I really like Impact as a player as well. Uh, I remember who's last on EG. But those are at least two I'm rooting for. I love those guys. 
Impact is on um, FlyQuest right now. FlyQuest, so he's 4-0. Yeah. All right. I'm rooting for FlyQuest a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> no, I felt that. <laughs> That's funny. The the whole sole reason I love him is fucking... I can't remember his semifinals or quarterfinals one year. He was on C9 when they made it that far in Worlds. He dropped a singed twice in a row. And yeah. I was going fucking buku bonkers for it. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> that was my peak singed era, pre 500k singed, and I was still obsessed out the fucking door with him. That was just more fuel to the fire. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, this is my new favorite player. And I guess he's still remained that way, though I don't, I still don't really watch as much, but. Yeah. yeah. So that's it for me. All right. We can move to our next topic. Um,. This one is a drama-esque topic. It happened during LCS. Mm -hmm. um, so it's still in the same realm of what we were talking about before. Uh, on February 3rd, I'm sure a lot of you saw this happen and witnessed it and experienced it. Um, a LCS broadcast <clears throat> suffered from technical issues... Um, and it resulted in players being sent to play at home instead of in the theaters. And segments with pro players um, that, for example, interviews before and after games ended up being replaced with, um, like, kind of, I'm not 100 if they were impromptu segments in the broadcast, but one was shining light and kind of talking about in I, I don't have the word for it, but in a really weird way they were sipping tea nonetheless about and um the drama that went down and with double lift and reginald and tsm as a whole the investigations that they were conducted in 2021 and 22 <clears throat> um and they were showing reddit threads uh legal documents and the accusations between um the people that were involved and like literal like live tweets that that um double lift had put out there and the community as a whole their their response was just like really disappointed yeah in this segment and it people said it was really unprofessional is the word that was used and managers themselves were really shocked at seeing it and were really sad um and i myself was confused as to why this was greenlit i think it's it's really distasteful and yeah out of context and, and weird I, I don't know why they would bring this up or what what people have to gain from this. I think I, I literally saw a tweet that was responding to this was like, what do you what do y'all have like zero parties have anything to gain from this, like showing this. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just really awkward to me, kind of. And um Yeah. That happened and people were really disappointed. Uh... What, do you, what do you think about it? I I personally haven't watched the clip yet. Um but this sounds fucked. <laughs> yeah. 
to put it bluntly um it's the sort of segment that just does not belong in an lcs broadcast not only is it unprofessional like it just seems like it doesn't seem like something like most people are going to be interested in it'll seem like something like maybe like uh maybe not gbay but like somebody else we'll just put a documentary about on youtube where you see like the history of so-and-so player in this case it would be devil if but like yeah of course i think it belongs there not here <laughs> not yep. in an lcs broadcast it's kind of as as you were saying like distasteful unprofessional right and i think it, it was uh same with Jatania. and like you said it's like not something that needed to be greenlit yeah like, do a player interview like please anything else would have done it would just been so much better well, that's the thing is that like player interviews would have been in the place of this, but this is oh what we yeah, got. that's uh, true. This, this is the situation. I I'm assuming that this was kind of a impromptu thing, you know, because normally they would have had the regularly scheduled uh segments. However, they would have done them, but this mm -hmm. was this is just something else. I don't know what prompted this. <laughs> <laughs> In, Maybe the in, writer's in, getting fired. <laughs> I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. This is just... I don't know. It just looks really out of context from the way that I've seen it. Um, Like, they were just talking about Double Lift and his legacy, you know, his winning three solo championships on different teams, and then they just... Oh! <laughs> they just laid it all out. happened back <laughs> in this time, and then... They started showing tweets on the screen and legal documents of like saying that Double Lift exposed TSM for certain things, and I was like, "Whoa! Like this is this is kind of a lot. Like this is this is big stuff that people experienced and went through, you know? Like, mm. and for it to just be brought back to light in front of X amount of people and just bring it up again, it it just felt really awkward for me." And I'm sure I'm sure it's awkward for some of the people that were in involved with that situation as well. Yeah, part of me wonders if this is something that like they they didn't go to Double Lift beforehand, and they just fucking showed it because like I'm sure Double Lift has a I don't know it's I'd have to look into it. I wonder if Double Lift has a response to this if he was okay with this or something like that because yeah. that's. Definitely. Because <laughs> if not, then it's certainly like a really fucking weird segment. Even like with that knowledge as well. I don't know. So stuff like this just doesn't rub me in the right way, especially if it's like I'm looking. No, thank you. I feel like a different kind of commemorative thing could have been thought up to give double lift instead of bringing something like that back up and just like kind of. It's also like showing how tsm is represented like this is how you want people to see us you know like mm -hmm. why why bring this up right now you know yeah but moving on to our next topic we have the league of legends patched 3.3 notes we have the buffs the nerfs the visuals that will hopefully release the cgus the ASUs, um, everything that we were supposed to get, I believe, in patch 
13.2. But <laughs> because of the um hack that had happened, um mm-hmm. everything got delayed to the next uh patch and they they stated that everything that should have came out in 13.2 um is going to be kind of merged into 13.3. And yeah, Freak also outlined some of the changes on his channel that he worked on and he's currently working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get into those. That's funny to me, like, patch 13.2 never existed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, it it's just 13.1b. Afterwards, yeah. That's crazy. That's funny. The lost 13.2. Yeah. The lost a chapter. Of, of the changes got put into this <laughs> one. I don't think the RE ASU and Aurelian CGU are... 100% releases but they're they're supposed to be and talked about to be released so mm-hmm. I don't think it's cemented that yeah 100% we're gonna see it these patches yeah but yeah without further ado we can start um first we can get into the melee support changes that we have here Alistar, Braum, Nautilus, Pantheon, Pike, Rakan, and Thresh are in this category. Um, <clears throat> first, we can start with Alistar. So his Triumphant Roar passive, the self-heal, it got... Hold on, we can cut this segment out. Let's look at the... <laughs> yeah, we can go over it real quick, just you and I. So Triumphant Roar looks like it's max health, so you get better if we're going to max health. Uh, Help you. Damn, Q cost went down. Does more damage. W cost went down. Damage goes up. Wow. I guess one thing to get out of this as well is AP. AP Alistar could legit be a thing. Interesting. Uh, AP ratios went down. Healing mm -hmm. went up. And then... Oh, the AP ratios went up. Cost went down, AP ratios went up. What is... I don't know what this this text is. Which Self one? Self-heal 23 to 142. Oh, you know the little roar he does in lane that heals stuff? Yeah. It's going from a flat uh, value to a more... Percentage Based value? on his health value. Ah. Maybe not okay, his health, but yeah. Apparently the, the self-heal is a buff, but the ally so heals a more. not a flat value anymore. It's going to be a percentage heal. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, I got. And it. then it's got in parentheses as well, talking about like the what's a buff and what's a nerf for those two. Okay, okay. So the target immunity for Brahms thing went. Oh, I guess that's a thing where he can reapply the mark. Yeah, at the lower levels, it's better. Oh yeah, looks like yeah, it looks like it happens faster. Q C D went down. Buff to his base stats. Okay, cool. Alright. Alright, I'm ready. Alright. Okay, so we can start with Alistar here. He has his triumphant roar passive. The self-heal is now being changed from a flat per or a flat heal to a percentage max health, which is of Alistar's heal. Alistar's health, I mean, because this one's for the self-heal and the ally heal is going to be for 6% of Alistar's max HP. Um, people did the math. The self-heal is about a 40% buff from what it was, and the ally heal is a 15% nerf. So he's going to be healing himself more. Um, 
His Q pulverized, the mana went down and the AP ratio went up. His headbutt W, um, the mana cost went down and the AP ratio went up. His trample E, his cost went, mana cost went down and the AP ratio went up. So I think this is just the AP Alistar lives again. Yeah. (laughs) Smile. Earth yeah, lovers, Earth is, players are gonna love this. Yeah, this is the consensus I think of the the buffs that are happening is that we're just about to do some more damage and change some abilities around mm-hmm. um, to bring our uh, melee supports back into meta mm-hmm. um, because they definitely have been lacking and or not played as much compared to every other champion that's being played, like the Karmas, the Lulus, the Heimerdingers, the Ashes, you know. Yes. People just aren't oh even looking God, their the way ashes. anymore, honestly. So, but yeah, Alistar's gonna do big damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is Brom. His base stats are being changed. His base health regen is going up. His base health is also going up. His concussive blows. Um, the levels that the target immunity for his passive stun is changing so it's now going to scale with levels 1, 6, and 11 instead of 1, 7, and 13 and I don't think the um the seconds from 8 seconds to 6 seconds and 4 seconds scaling is going to change I think that's remaining the same from mm-hmm. the way it was it's just the levels are being lowered mm-hmm. um, and the cooldown on his winter bite, winter's bite Q is going down yeah Sounds good. I love Braum as a champion. I wish I could see him. I, I'm glad I'm going to see more Braum now, hopefully. Because yeah. I, I enjoy Braum as a support. I think his passive is so damn strong. Oh my god, Braum Lucian. The damage that it does. Braum Lucian is sick. Or Braum anyone is sick. But uh, I guess going back to the target immunity is, uh, I guess, if this is weird wording. Think like Yasuo Dash. That you can't dash to the same person in however many amount of times. It's kind of like that, but just reapplying your passive stacks. Yeah. Um, yeah, looks like Brom's going to get a little, just a little nudge. Hopefully, obviously in the right direction, but. Right. I, don't, I, I think they're. I think they're trying not to overbuff the champions. Yeah. Like they've been doing. These feel more like nudges. Yeah, trying to inch them into play. You know. Mm-hmm. And and I'm glad because I I love my Samira Brahms I love my Lucian Brahms I love my Kaisa Brahm you know what I'm saying like it's it's <laughs> it's great I want to see the Brahm. Um, next on the list is Nautilus. His passives bonus damage is going up. Um, his Titan's Wrath W the mana cost is going down and the shield is going up. So you'll get more bang for your buck. Uh, his Riptide E, the damage on it is going up as well, along with the multiplicative damage, I believe, that's on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Nautilus is just going to do a lot more damage now. <laughs> Mixed reactions from some people, but I think it's a thumbs up. Not a thumbs up. People hate... The... Yeah, same here. People hate Philip Champions, Nautilus being included in that pool. But I think it's great. Good changes. Speaking of folk champions, I don't see Blitzcrank on this list. I guess he he was not put into this category here. <laughs> but I was gonna say that was a champion that I, I biasly hate. I will not 
I don't. I'll die on that hill. Completely I do not like this okay. I'm sick of that champion. I'm over it. <laughs> but yeah, Nautilus. I enjoy Nautilus. Nautilus is one of those champions. I think he's... I forget which one's which, but him and Leona are like... I forget which one is played over the other, but like say one gets banned, you play one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him and Leona are in those spots, and that's always how I think about Nautilus. But uh, yeah. Moving on to Pantheon. His base stats, his attack speed at level 1 uh, is going up. Mm-hmm. Um, his Comet Spear Q, his mana cost is going down, and the cooldown is also going down on it. So um, I guess he's going to be just lobbing a lot more Qs, too. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool that they include Pantheon on this list. It's kind of like, I guess they're moving him down to the support role, finally. Traditionally. It's cool. Yeah. I like AD supports. They're always more creative. It's interesting that they put Pantheon, but I don't see <laughs> Rel. Or like I said, Blitzcrank. Leona. But I guess Rel. Yeah, where's Leona? I don't oh, know. Okay. Maybe Rel. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't see them on this list. It's kind of a uh, hmm. <laughs> concerned. That's interesting. Those are champions I definitely think would be on this list, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess we want to see these guys. Um, Pike is next on the list. His Bone Skewer Q, uh, the damage on it, it's, the damage multiplier is going up. Yay. 100% um, AD scaling on that one. Yahoo! <laughs> Ouchie. Yeah, that is definitely going to hurt. Um, Phantom Undertow, his E. The damage on it is going to be going up for the base damage. And that's about it. So, just going to do a little bit more damage now. That Q is going to hurt, though, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Not much on that. I enjoy Pike. Pike, cool champion. Yes. Mr. Beast plays Pike. (laughs) Smiley. (laughs) I had no clue. Yeah. Oh, that mage is going to like this one. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like mage Pike. Or the, the next one. Major love this next one. Mm-hmm. What if they put his E doesn't do damage on minions right now, right? No, 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 he doesn't. Jungle camps either. No, he can't. Because uh, it used to be his Q skewer. Like the if you tap the Q, it'll be uh it would be an AoE thing. They took that away, so it only hits the first target, and his yeah. E does not affect doesn't damage minions anymore. So you can't yeah. bring him top anymore, Brown. Right. Right. Yeah, his solo lane was really strong on top of also being a support. Yeah. But, um, well, this just makes him, as a champion in general, stronger, so. Mm-hmm. Um, next on the list is Rakan. This is the one that Mage will love. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Who is that? No. Mage also, is like. I'm pretty sure Rakan hasn't been buffed or nerfed. In, in a, a wild yeah. he's been just, just great the way he is <laughs> like completely completely cool like equal as all things should be i guess his gleaming quill q his damage got put up on that for the base damage and the scaling um his heal got put up as well by a significant amount sheesh um 
and his battle dance W, his AP ratio got put up by one percent. Um, so yeah, he's his oof. His Q heal is gonna be a lot more useful, especially at the scaling levels. Mm-hmm. Maybe consider maxing it, but I don't know how his other ability like cooldowns work with scaling levels. But I don't. I don't think you max it still. I don't. I don't play Rakan personally, so <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know like <laughs> whether it's a second max or not. Um, but yeah, that is a pretty significant change, regardless. Especially that he's. I consider him a pretty solid champion. In, oh yeah. In, in normal standards, but like he he does suffer from the melee support thing, even though he is a lot more mobile than other melee supports. Next on the list is Thresh. His damnation passive, the AP armor per stack, got put up by point twenty five percent. Oh, AP and armor per stack, not just the oh. <laughs> Hey, this yeah. also means that all the AP ratios that he's going to be getting buffed, spoiler alert, mean a lot yep. more because he just gets it passively. Yeah, definitely. Oh. He <laughs> <Just thinking about laughs> looked down and, oh. <laughs> yeah. His death sentence Q damage is going up at the later levels. His AP ratio for it is going up as well by tw- 0.25. Um, the dark passive passage W. Uh, the cooldown is going down um, in earlier levels, but later levels it will go one one second higher. Good change. The his E the flay uh, cooldown is going down in the earlier levels and staying the same in late, and the AP ratio is going up on the ability. So, like Micro said, his his passive getting the the AP per stack buff means that every other ability that he has that's scaling off of AP is also going to gain that that bonus from him just having more AP now. That is crazy. Yeah, I guess uh, that's the last of the mainly support changes. I guess one thing to take away is that a lot of AP ratios are getting buffed. So. It incentivizes champions to build more of the AP support items, such as I don't actually know any off the top of my head what Art and Sensor maybe one. Does that does that have AP in it? Probably that not. Is a, I don't think that's a mythic. No, no. They're, well, not not a mythic, but like just AP support items in general. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're right. But yeah, it means that they'll get more value out of building those because they can actually use some of the offensive stats. Yeah, um, for sure. But also some of their base stats going up, like Thresh. His passive going up to 1.25 armor per stack is also pretty nice. Yeah. But like, Braum getting his base stats buffed means they can afford to possibly take more items. We'll see how the meta evolves, but that's at least my takeaway from it. Yeah. I feel like it, it, it nudges all these champions in the right direction. Maybe some of them, like... I think it's it's interesting to think of these aren't just support changes. These are champion, like, as a whole yeah changes so like they'll they'll just be stronger now it's not like support oriented kind of changes you know um but i don't know just i'm glad to see them hopefully making a reemergence in the in the meta um i am not that big of a fan of the whole heimerdinger bot 
playing playing let's like let's just hit the random button and pick a support bot lane essentially <laughs> to to get maximum prio. I'm not the, the big day singed is that pick in LCS lands come back. There's gonna be some kind of justification for people picking it at some point, and yeah. and they'll they'll goddamn do it, you know. Um, yeah, I, I like these changes. I am in favor of this. It it was good to see that every other lane also got the love. Uh, now, and it it's pretty soon into the season, so I'm glad that they they hopped up on it with with the the preseason top changes. And then they came through with the the bot laner changes, while also tweaking the top and mid stuff, along with jungle changes that they were tweaking and other jungle changes that they made and that yeah. they're making in this patch. Um, and then finally, here we are getting to the supports. And um, since the meta that we found now is already strong, we don't we don't really need to buff them or, or worry about them. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna bring our homies back, the melee melee support homies. Um, next on the list for the notes is the Radiant Virtue updates. Thank God, let me say. <laughs> this item's actually pretty broken. Yeah. Uh, as it currently stands. You've been experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been building it on Singed recently just because it's that good. He ults so much than before every fight, so it's like... It helps a lot, not gonna lie. <laughs> Alright, All right, let's see. So the cooldown on it is going up by pretty significant amount, in my opinion. It's going up by 30 seconds. A whole but in turn, points. I think it's going to give you a lot more healing. Um, so the maximum health for it is going to go up. The percentage maximum health. The total healing over the 9 seconds is now changing to 15% max health over 8 seconds instead of 8% max health over 9 seconds. Um, the ability haste aura and healing amplification is now removed, and they did this to make it a more selfish item is the word that they used, um, for tank supports and, like you said, maybe top laners, uh, Mm. since we're building it on Singe. (laughs) Yeah, but, um, that's an interesting change that they made i feel like i hope it gets people to build it more because since its release i really have i haven't seen it too often i know people have built it just to try it out of course but yeah yeah it's built on a lot of tanks right now especially like i know karma was a main offender uh because her her all her mantra was up pretty damn often um but even then like singed or like i think mordecai's could build it because getting that max health in your fucking zone with the healing is pretty nice. Yeah, I can On see top it. of him just building, like, like I think Zach as well, because Demonic and uh, this item pair pretty well together. Stuff right. like that. Sure. Though I think, I think yeah, people Zach. mainly brought it because of the uh, the max health increase. The ability haste or an amplification, healing amplification, were pretty nice. However, I think this is going to shift to rather than a more supporty team fight item that we have seen this fantasy, this item fantasy want to fulfill. This is going to yeah. be more like a you alt, you fucking big, as was going to be. Right. I think it's going to, you're going to see it a lot on tanks. Probably going to yeah, still build it on Sims. Not more survivability, hopefully. Yeah. Which is do tanks really need that right now? <laughs> but you know, I feel, I feel like if you're building this item, you, you're going to need that. 
my sources oh. say tanks don't need this. <laughs> right. nah, well, I think it's fine. This is cool. I think it's a great change. Yeah, sort of. We'll see the ramifications of this change later on this patch for sure. I know oh, I'm going to still build it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be really strong on top laners now, though. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, I don't remember. Does Mundo's ult still give him max health? Is he just going to get, like, an extra, like, 3,000 health when he presses R with this item? Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Could be crazy. Health stacking is part of the game. Like, I, I've seen people just, like, full-on yeah. health stack, like, set builds. Yeah, you can you can build all the health you want if you don't have enough damage to go through. Like if you have enough pen to go through their armor, that's fine. You have you still have to go through ten ten thousand health. <laughs> right, just straight um, up heart heart. What is it? Heart steel. Mm -hmm. Bork on on set. You just one v one anybody, and then you just <laughs> one shot him with your W like a thousand true damage. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyways, the, any changes to you? Yeah, so Andy's getting a bit of a change in uh, this next patch, patch 13.3. Um, she was going to get some of the buffs in the previous patch, but they were also pushed, pushed back, of course. Um, this is just aimed to increase her in mid lane, I believe. But let me go over the changes. Her passive, the, the stun that she gets on her ability, is going to be primed, which means it will be ready whenever you respawn or whenever you start the game. So that first ability coming up, like if somebody's in your base, you have that agency of being able to go ahead and use your passive right away. Um, her E is getting changed. Her Q and W are still the same, but her E is going to be getting changed. The shield AP ratio is being increased. It can reflect damage once per target per shield. And people have made a note here, Tibber's duplicated shield counts as a new shield. So both of, both of uh, her and Tibber's will reflect damage back once each. Um, though, because you can only reflect it once now, the damage reflect is increased by a shit ton. Um, oh, yeah. Looks about 50% in numbers and then an extra 20% on the AP ratio. Pretty good. Um, it's reflected from ability hits and auto attacks. Not just auto attacks, but it does not trigger on damage over times and traps. Which I will say there was a thing going around whenever they first implemented this change in PBE. Uh, you can walk on Teemo's shrooms, press E, and kill him from across the map. That was something. Yeah, I feel like that's how they made it work. <laughs> and then they just took that away. Yeah, they have to. That's <laughs> to which, kinda, good. Fuck that. Even then, dude. Oh my god, even then, if it's like not. 20. Even if you're not getting one shot, it's still like a fucking chunk of damage team was going to take. Yeah. Uh, but it's also worth noting, it's not going to proc in something like Shaco Traps or anything, which is good. Um, and the cooldowns just being reduced by like, two seconds at all levels. Um, and then the final change will be on her R, Tibbers. He now has an AP ratio of plus 75%. Oh, his HP now has a, uh, an AP ratio of plus 75%. So Tibber's going to be a big fucking Wow. Dude. That is fucking crazy, by the way. <laughs> wow. Um, Tibber's resistances now have an AP ratio of plus 5%. So Tibber's going to be a tank that she just summons. And uh, the movement speed of him is also increased a good bit. 
Um, and that's all the changes for Wow. Tamper's going to be a fucking menace. He already what is. Oh. <laughs> you ready what to die to the Rylai's Leandre's tippers? On top of what he already does now? Yeah. Just... <laughs> what in the world? I know I you like as an ADC you player her. is just going to get killed. By after you kill her, she's going to slap your entire team like Scion. <laughs> He's just going to Scion your entire team afterwards. Tippers go ham. That is crazy. He has resistances with AP ratios now, though. That's kind of gnarly to think about. That's crazy, though, because, like, a 5% is still a lot, because you're thinking, what? Yeah. 5% of 800 or 400. Like, you have 400 AP, 5% of that's probably, what, like, 20? So, like, oh, more than that. I don't remember. I can't do the math in my head right now, but it's still a lot. 5% AP ratio on his resistances is not nothing. Same for the HP. It's like 75% of like 800 AP. It's like 600 hell, which is still a good bit. That's like an auto attack or two or three, depending on, you know, your champ. Right. Um, it's like, it's, it's on top of what he already has too. So it's like, oh yeah, these are just added AP ratios now. <laughs> my boy's just going to be a lot tankier now. Your entire team is going to have to focus him after you kill her. He'll feel like, uh, I guess for any players as well, this is going to feel good because it's like, Tippers feels like his own entity now, where he has he just felt like yeah. a combo beast before. He's gonna be trading a lot in lane, probably. Oh like yeah. Like after she ults, if she doesn't kill whoever it is and she dies. Oh yeah. But if she suicides the kit for Tibbers to enrage, oh my god. Oh my god. That would be yeah. crazy if it does that much more damage. <laughs> so because of her, because how linear her champion is, is yeah. I'm not gonna be surprised if we still don't see her in pro play. But in terms of like. You see it in Q in like solo queue. I think you know it's not as bad of a pick because she kind of didn't do much before. Yeah, Tibbers is just gonna linger a lot more now afterwards. Oh yeah, way bigger of a problem. Good changes though. I think they're nice. Um, after that, we will go to the buffs of this patch. There's a good because while we have all the melee support changes and all these changes that we just talked about, there's still the buffs and nerfs to go through. And some of these are looking pretty spicy. Um, so we'll start off with Kel. Her, whenever she's exalted in her passive, where she gets all the AoE attacks and all that shit, her max uh, attack speed. Uh, the movement speed is increased by about 2%. Pretty good. Great for trading. Great for her sticking onto somebody. Uh, her E, her spellblade buffs, her on-hit AP ratio is increased. And the target's missing HP damage is increased. Um, kill buffs. Interesting. Oh, kill. Wow. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> she's not... I mean... She's, she's not kill. useless right now. Yeah, she's still kill. Cool. This shit's gonna hurt late. Yeah. But I'm sure. glad for kill players. Um, yeah, I don't really see kill, honestly. Yeah. Which I'm glad, because as a Sims player, once again, I hate ranged. But I've been playing yeah. Quinn, so can't really say anything. Okay. Uh, uh, now to the next one, Lee Sin, which I say thank God Mage would freak out at these buffs because he's—I know he's been talking about Lee Sin not being the best champion. Uh, <laughs> uh, his Q AD ratio is beginning increased. His E damage is getting adjusted it looks like in a bad way but the 
Oh, no. Okay, so his damage is being adjusted. The base numbers are all going down, but it looks like the uh, AD ratio is going from base AD scaling, which will just be what he gets as a champion, to his total AD, which will be what he is as a champion, plus all his items that he's getting. So his E scaling is going to be... He's going to be a lot better late uh, with that ability. Um, And the slow is also increased on the E. Whenever he reactivates it, that's it for him. These look like good changes because these are the right abilities that need to be hit. He just doesn't yeah. do enough late. They brought him he... back to the game. Yeah. Oof, jeez. Uh, that I'm E sure change he... is kind of spicy. Right now, yeah. Because it's like Lee Sin is this early game demon that wants to gank 24 7. But like, if you just. He can last a little longer throughout the game. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Like Lee Sins get shut down early, and they're just not able to get prio in their lane. Well, their laners aren't able to get prio, or their their comp just works in a way where they they just can't get prio as often, and it's just really hard for Lee Sin to play the game. And going into late, you're just so useless. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it feels so bad. It's like you're just a, a walking alt button essentially. Um, but hopefully this this brings him into into meta late game like yeah. oh my gosh he needs this <laughs> it's a scary world where elise has more like impact ability on the game than lee sin oh my gosh oh elise <laughs> i'm gonna love seeing lee sin over elise please and thank you Why? um anyways next buff uh this one affects blue cane specifically the bonus magic damage that he gets from his passive on blue cane is getting increased uh, the Q uh, for that one as well. The damage is adjusted, so it looks like looks like numbers are going down, but scaling is going up pretty well. So once again, somebody that likes being a bit more early, which is hard to say for Kane. I'm not sure if he's actually an early game champion. He's going to do a little bit better late with that Q. Especially because it doesn't affect red Kane. This is just going to be book. his blue form only. Yeah, not his, not his base form. Which is always good to see, for sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if they nerfed his red form since they double buffed it and he's been <laughs> really strong and nobody ever played a blue ever in their life after they double buffed Ross. But <clears throat> I think I'm not sure if they nerfed Ross once and then did this buff or they didn't nerf him at all and then did this. But um, hopefully, it, yeah, once again, I think he, he might fall into the same Lee Sin category of falling off. Yeah, he like, doesn't do like, enough early. He's, he's just gonna... a really strong mid-game champion. Like once he gets his um form and he can snowball off of getting form, if if like he doesn't get much value out of it, it's kind of bad for him. Oh yeah, and then he just he he falls into assassin late game category, you know, as opposed to people playing Ross just always being useful twenty four seven, like just another engage tank. Uh, oh god, Spear Shojin Ross. Fuck. Yeah. Drain tank, you can go damage, you can like go full tank. Like Ross is just really um diverse comparative to Blue Cane. Sorry, yawning. <laughs> you can cut that out, mage. Um Next buff, Trundle. His <laughs> This is really important actually. I fucking love this change. His dance now yeah. scales with movement speed. Biggest buff. Second biggest buff since Master Yi scales with movement speed. Uh, I think Ramesses does too or something. Speed. This is good. 
Um, is the the actual buff though? <laughs> Jokes aside, his W cooldown is being reduced, which is good. Helps us really game out a little. Helps us like game out a little. Just helps out all around. Yeah, his trading will be better. Yeah, for sure. Um, then the blog for the last buff. Um, her base stats are being changed around a little. Her mana regen per five is being increased, and her mana regen per level is also being increased. So she can stay in lane longer. Avoid user abilities more. Um, the mana cost on her Q is going to flat 50. So it's like it's first rank all the time. Extra damage, but the cost of the first rank ability. Pretty nice. Um, and then her R. The cooldown is being reduced at the first... Looks like her R is not getting changed at level 16. But level 6 and 11 will be changed. It will go down. So her early game's buffed a little bit. As her staying lane longer. Um, looks pretty nice. Because I know this was a champ I tried to pick up when I tried learning mid lane for our, uh, I guess, quotation marks, yet to be Clash team. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember how, how'd you like it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, LeBlanc was fun. I think these changes suit her well, because sometimes I'd have to, I'd be like, I'd trade once or twice in lane and be like, oh, fuck, I'm out of, out of resources. Gotta go back. Back real quick. She's one of those <laughs> champs I felt like I had to get lost chapter on pretty damn early. Oh yeah. I don't know. Lost chapter pretty strong. Oh yeah. <laughs> lost chapter's great. I don't know. I'm a LeBlanc hater. Put me in the category, don't care, don't at me, whatever. I'm a LeBlanc hater. Um uh, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, no, I don't like this. This is the worst off. No, you're bad. fine. I completely understand because you are ADC <laughs> players are the people i go after on the blanc i just be i take the adc uh to pound town and then i get out of there <laughs> yeah, it's kind of disgusting when she presses like q r w and you're just dead and i'm like okay <laughs> i'll shake your hand and go like take a nap or some shit like i don't know yeah I don't know after that <laughs> but i will say i, I think she did the hex drinker at 13 minutes my bad oh. <laughs> I'll just spawn 1300 gold out of my ass so I cannot die once before you eventually get armor or magic pen and, and a billion more damage yeah. and just one shot me anyway. God fuck. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Next we have the champion nerfs. Um, these champions have been good for a little bit too long, especially with the items that have been released and uh, the general nature of the the way the meta has been going. I don't think they were necessarily meant to be buffed, but like indirectly, they kind of got buffed. Mm -hmm. So, Amumu, his Q damage, uh, his Q bonus toss, the mana cost on it is going up. Um, we gotta we gotta stop that early spam and enough of that. Gotta hit your bandage tosses. Thumbs bombs up. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, his E, the tantrum damage, got adjusted. Um, it's just going down early game and up late game. Uh, Cassidy is next on the list. Er, thoughts on the Amumu change? Uh, I hate Amumu. <laughs> As a Sims player, he stops me moving. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> good. He was really strong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Man, it's good to spell demonic, go full tank. 
Callista the most. Oh my god, yeah. Like their synergy was really, really good at that time. But um, I think he, he I don't know, he kind of got pushed out with um. Well, he got pushed out of the support meta with like Heimerdinger coming out and in the uh, Caitlyn supports and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the Enchanter meta. Um, let's see. Next on the list is Cassidy. His E Force Pulse. The cooldown reduction for nearby cast spells got reduced from one second to 0.75. Um, the damage got reduced as well on the early levels and stays the same late game. <clears throat> um, his R Rift Walk. The damage got reduced early game and the damage per stack also reduced. Yeah. So because um, you can stack it four times because it goes down to ten, it's going to be going down. Yeah. Or- Maybe not four his times. We'll be doing damage. like 40 or 50. Just good. That shit right. hurts. Yeah, his old damage got nerfed pretty hard. Like they, um, they spared no they spared no no expense. They just they hit him. <laughs> <laughs> they hit that um, main captain. He has been strong. And I know people have definitely been taking advantage of it. Yeah, I was going to be one of them in our yet to be clash team, but I think these are good changes. Yeah. Whenever he gets a grasp on lane, he just gets it's you can't stop him. For sure. If you help a Cassid in early, it pays dividends late. <laughs> like for It's sure. an investment. Yep, it's the investment. <laughs> investment opportunity mid lane new meta. Yeah. New stretch resources. <laughs> Purdy doesn't go 0 13. <laughs> you are good to go. Yep. Kinda like Kale in a sense. Yeah. Similar to Kale. Next on the list, exact. Thank the gods. Please. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Thank the gods. <laughs> his W, Unstable Matter, his AP ratio is getting reduced by 1% per 100% AP. Or 100 AP. <clears throat> um, And his E, Elastic Slingshot, the damage is getting reduced. Um, Let's see. Across all boards, a uh, flat and scaling. Um, They just, they hit him. Thank god. He was oh doing... You could play him anywhere, man. Damage. No, man. The amount of times this guy came, like, flying into my lane out of fog of war from some spot that I, I, I oh, my stupid ass should have thought of to ward. My bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> And he, like, half healths me or more before their bot lane even does a single move against me. Yeah, man, so just hold you in place. Yeah, literally with his fucking arms. <laughs> you're you're literally in a in a in an emergency room, IV hooked up and everything. You can't move. You're you're just you're gone. Zach was Zach was a menace. Oh, Especially yeah. with the items like heart steel, he would just oh, a million HP. Ew. on the list oh thank god Cassante is getting nerfed um his q3 the tofu tonfo strikes tofu strikes oh beats me <laughs> yeah their uh knockup duration is getting reduced by a hearty what is that number i'm gonna say 35.35 seconds um from a one second cooldown or duration on the knockup uh the stun duration is also getting reduced uh from a scaling to a flat one second uh, good duration. 
yeah. good on all of this because he would knock you up and then stun you for no, what felt like forever. I love right. this change most While of all. slapping the shit out of you. <laughs> Dude, yes. Getting grasp attacks off. Um, his W Pathmaker, the minimum stunner duration got reduced um, on Ooh, all boards. Pretty significant amount of late game, too. Yeah, early and late. Um, his R, the bonus resistances that he loses, is up a significant amount from 65% resistances lost to 85%. Oh, fuck. So he, yeah, he has a lot more glass cannon after he presses R now. I Keep like that, that in mind. Because <laughs> motherfuckers still didn't die in his arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially with uh, the items that you'd build. You probably had some sort of, like, um, Omnivamp or Lifesteal going on. Or just, in general, a million HP. And just he just wouldn't die. Like, Jock Show. Ew. Ooh, oh. ew. That guy just wouldn't die. He's also yeah. just been beating the shit out of everybody. Who does this guy lose to? <laughs> I don't know Olaf? yet. I have yet to figure Top out. Team. I feel like it's a skill matchup losing to Olaf, but we're talking about Olaf, so I don't know how much skill is involved <laughs> in that. But who plays Olaf? No, just yeah. kidding. I, I have like, Master Seven on him. I didn't mean it, guys. Shame, Olaf right. community, stay away. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I believe it. But um, who who is fucking with this guy? I don't know. He's like, a little too strong. Because, like, you can win against him in lane, but late game, he's gonna... Like, I think I made in Cassante go, like, 0-6 before a singe. Like, I won the lane, but once he gets that one or two item spike, it's just unstoppable. Because he just still doesn't take damage in that R. It's, like... It's a little toxic, I will say. Um, so, I think yeah. it's a good change. I do like these nerfs. He might not be my perma nerf any... Or my perma ban anymore, but... He has been my perma ban for about... A few patches now, not gonna lie. I feel like you're gonna be able to, in in a sense, for lack of a better word, play the game a lot more against him because they're nerfing all of his CC. Yeah. Um, his damage, of course, is not being touched at all, so he's still as, as lethal with that as he was, but I feel like you're gonna have a lot more leeway in, in counterplay and being able to do something against him before he stuns you again. <laughs> Um, and yeah, just overall. Um, next is the system updates. That I'll mm -hmm. pass to Micro. Uh, yeah. Um, so there's just a few by system updates. It's talking more about like items and rune changes and all that. But uh, the few that we have that were scheduled for this patch is overheal. Yeah. The, uh, the rune. It looks like it's being... The shield is being adjusted that you get from overhealing, of course. Uh, from a flat plus... Uh, like a small flat percent or flat value to with a scaling percent to just a flat uh, shield now based on your level. So champions like, I guess, maybe Mundo. Probably not Mundo. But yeah. we, somebody's we just not going to get for... Yeah. Uh, you're champ just not going to get like, as big of a shield based on your champ. That's an interesting change. Yeah, for sure. I don't actually know the math. I'm sure it's still good for ADCs and stuff. It might be better and more beneficial for ADCs for sure, but I don't yeah. know. Um, I feel like maybe, I don't know the math, maybe the 
max health is more or less than the the flat shield that it's going to give you now. Well, I guess because we think about it, the new shield value at level eighteen is going to be three hundred. Level eighteen, you're probably about two thousand health, so it'd be one eighty plus ten, so one ninety. It looks like it's probably going to be going up for ADCs. That's good. Yeah, is what I'm thinking. That seems pretty good. It'll be a, a, a interesting rune to take overall because it doesn't scale up max HP, so you can take it on any champ now. Yeah. If you like it. <laughs> um, Next change, Umbroke Wave is getting a change. The cooldown for Blackout, which is the, the ward passive, is being increased by 10 seconds. It no longer instantly kills traps, so your team of shrooms, your Shaco boxes. I'm not sure if Shaco boxes are affected by wow. it, but you don't insta-kill those. However... Uh, bonus damage to wards reduced to two, or reduced from two. It, it stays the same for mana. So if you're melee champ, this doesn't affect you. But if you're range champ, you're gonna be doing two uh, little ward health bars per attack. Um, because you get you have one, but one, you have one attack. It's gonna be one for the uh, range champions now. Well, because you get, you have the base one attack. Or the oh, one right, thing right, that right, your thing right. goes. This is the bonus. Oh, you'll do the three if you're yeah. melee. Yeah, uh, this is big. I think. I don't know a range. Uh, well, actually, this is big because this affects graves. Uh, actually, a good bit because he is he is ranged, correct? Yep. Um, so graves is not gonna one shot your wards. I know he used to build Armbol Glaive. Yeah. Uh, this seems pretty big for him. Maybe graves is just falling out the meta. Can't think yeah. of anything ranged that builds this. Yeah, interesting. Oh, maybe you said like it. Really, it really was a dominant item, especially in in games that it stuck out. Like if if nobody was building it, like, and somebody else was, is kind of like a really big advantage for whoever had it. Mm -hmm. Like the ward score would be nutty because you're you're clapping so many wards as you're going through fucking sweeping shit. Like, <laughs> yeah wild i remember what was it mage literally it was multiple games mage built the umbro glaive on lulu and like <laughs> he would just walk through the jungle and just all the wards down i was like oh my god yeah we just have full vision control yeah. off this item plus his autos do more that's a plus <laughs> yeah that's a really interesting change yeah i do like this change feels good um and then the final final system update that's happening is tenacity most sources uh, tenacity will stack multiplicatively rather than, I guess, flatly, uh, opposed to that. Um, resulting in a general nerf to stacking tenacity. So, I don't know who was stacking tenacity, but whoever was doing it just got nerfed. <laughs> yeah. I guess Garrett players. Right. And, um, like, pretty much any bruiser or tank, I guess you could say. Yeah, and and you can keep the Cassante locked down just a little bit longer. That's true, that's true. Um, Next is the jungle ganking early nerfs. Mm -hmm. um, so the aim of this was to you know, balance out ganking early or continuing to farm your jungle and missing out on it. Um, possibly getting your jungle stolen. Uh, more of a payoff or, or I mean risk reward type of deal for ganking or uh, going for your camps and not wasting time. So the treat goal got reduced from 30 to 20. Experience from large monsters increased. 
<clears throat> from 75 to 85. Stealth Ward Trinket cooldown got reduced um, from 240 seconds to 210 uh, in the early levels. And tower damage got increased um, in early levels and a little bit in later. And it, it is not based on levels, like I just said. It's based on the minutes, so 0 to 14. It will be at its max. Um, yeah. That's well, it. These are interesting changes. I feel like I like this. Yeah, because... I think it's good that we're seeing Lee Sin buffs. <laughs> probably as a result of this, but also probably as a result of his performance recently. I don't think this is going to yeah. shut it down, but it's going to make it, you know, harder for early game games to happen, which is good. In my opinion, I feel like this is how jungle should be played. Yes. Like, this is my ideal jungle. Is that, like, if you want to get that giga advantage, um, like, say, bot lane, and, like, keep ganking them over and over again, you should be paying some kind of cost to do that. For for taking taking that risk, essentially, um, to get your reward. I, I feel like it should be a risk. And maybe previously it didn't feel like one, because... You could just sit bot, you know, gank a few times, and then, oh, my, my camps are still here. They're still good. And then, you know, you come back and get your stuff. Mm -hmm. um, especially with the, the tower damage increase. It's just literally just more dangerous to do it. <laughs> like, that that 150 HP that you lived with last time might not might not happen this time, you know? Yeah. Um. So it is just a lot more risky and dangerous. Okay. I think it's a good change. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then the the final thing that they are changing this patch um, is that surrender votes. The 15-minute surrender vote will now be 4-1 rather than 5-0 unanimous. Um, I believes... Or, I believes... <laughs> I believe that this is only affecting normal games uh, and they're testing it out before they edit to, like, ranked and flex queue, of course. Which is a good thing, because... I, I don't know how I'd feel about that being in uh, ranked games yet. Yeah. We'll see how it affects, you know, my normal games and all that. Um, but that's interesting change. pretty much it. The patch is slated to release February 8th, 2023, which, as of this recording, is... It's almost the 6th. Or it is not... Actually, we're not recording it that late, but... Is the fifth right now, so about three days, two and a half, three opium, days. Time. Opium and <laughs> good recovery from the hack. That shit sucks. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but um, it bounced back, you know. Yeah, forever and always the uh the missing patch thirteen point two. True. <laughs> yeah. Um. With yeah. That wrapped up. We can move on to our all chat segment. Unfortunately, we do not have anything for today. <clears throat> um, but if you do want to send something in, ask us a question, something, a specific topic you want us to talk about, um, tell us your thoughts on something, maybe pro, something in the pro scene that you saw, um, maybe a question that you had for us, anything. We hey, have you our bring email. Yeah. Our email, hextechheroes at gmail.com. Um, we will be very glad to answer uh, any questions and see any thoughts that y'all have. Uh, send something through. Please, please, please. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Please. <laughs> On my knees again. I'm begging. 
ask me a question about Singe, I'll explain it to you for 40 minutes. Just kidding, I won't. Uh, it'd be 39 okay. minutes. No, I'm Maybe. just kidding. No, uh, no, you yeah, just go ahead and send an alias and do it. Anything at all, guys. It's up to you. Like, yeah. come on. No, just kidding. No, but as he said, our uh, email is xxheroes at gmail.com. Anything and everything is always appreciated. After that, we have our FF segment. Now, FF here does not mean forfeit. We like to say for fun. So, um, my for fun topic for today, unless you want to go first, Micro. You go ahead. All righty. My topic is um the new Aurelian Soul rework. Um, is getting a funny Easter egg with um his. Let me get the name of the skin. Yeah, damn it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The Dragon Mancer one. The Soul Dragon Aurelian Soul. On the cast of his ultimate, he has a one percent chance to spawn a leash a Stormfist Leeson, um, to replace the normal animation. It's just for fucking sick. Ultimate. And you can just see Lee Sin flying out of the sky like Superman punching into the ground. Yeah, I saw a clip of it. It looks so cool. I saw like a, a, a slow-mo video of it. It is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is I funny. love that they're adding stuff like that in the game, like the fucking trundle dance. Or right. like like that. Just little hidden stuff is always fucking cool to me. Yeah, I, I appreciate stuff like that personally. Um, yeah, that, I haven't looked at all the, the effects for all the new Aurelian Soul skins yet, because Aurelian Soul is one of those champions that I forget I have Mastery 7 on. Man, I don't own that skin, Storm Dragon, but I think I'm gonna buy it later. <laughs> right. Drop more money. It is a sick-ass skin. I like Aurelian Soul aesthetically. I like, uh... Oh, he's sick, yeah. Yeah. I like his character. Like I said, aesthetically, I think Big Dragon is cool worm guy do you have an ff michael oh, sorry i was yawning i've got a bad case of the yawns tonight for no, some I reason that was me at work earlier today um my poor funds kind of shouting myself out in a sort of way um i think what I, I was thinking legitimately earlier in the week um that i'm gonna post like my ranked climb because i don't post on twitter i think i'm gonna start posting a ranked climb and attempt to get maybe not a following there but like put my thoughts down that i guess if nobody sees it's for me later um it could be general advice for some other people and along with that i think i'm gonna try hopefully if my internet can handle it uh streaming and i think the i forget what the link is you have to go to my Twitter to check it out. There you go. That's how I'll shout my own Twitter out. My Twitter is at hh underscore micro. Um, probably won't be on there for a minute. I have to set it all up. But if you check through it frequently, it should be there at some point. I think I'm going to try stringing some rank. No yeah, face cam. But I'm going to attempt to. And you get gameplay. Yeah. I'll have to figure out how to <laughs> how to have it not have my spotify playing because it's hard for me to play league without music not gonna lie that's an issue that i'm having i'm just gonna perma perma lo-fi yeah. <laughs> hey i mean i i was addicted to lo-fi at some point that shit it's gonna be if i have to i'll just play lo-fi <laughs> right right 
Um, but that's it for my forfeit or for my four fun topics. All right. Um, next here is basing. Um, for basing, we like to share our based League of Legends topics. Um, <laughs> I myself do not have one. Do you, Micro? Um, I saw a piece of advice that really resonated with me and may resonate with some others and it pertains to ranked climbs. Let's hear um, it. So the singular advice that I have for the base one, and I think it is a base take because some people may not like to hear it, but may need to hear it. The okay. only thing that all of your ranked losses and wins have in common is you. And... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was going to do it a few weeks ago when I first heard it. Um, but I think it's a good piece of advice to keep in your mind. Like, Obviously, you could be on a bad losing streak, like seven, eight games. But as long as, you know, as long, it's hard to say as long as you know it's not your fault. But like, it's advice I'm going to take serious or take to heart because sometimes I feel like my losses or wins, you know, it helps my wins feel better. It helps my losses be like, okay, what can I do better? Um, stuff like that. I agree. That's a good mentality to have. That's how. That's the mentality I have. Is every, <laughs> every game that I win or lose, regardless. I, I you are twenty percent of that team, is how yeah. I like to see it. And if you're if you're not doing good, if like, I think obviously like a twenty game loss streak, you're probably the problem. But Maybe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just a piece of advice that that was pretty cool. Um. I'll probably come in base takes with more takes like that, but I saw that on Twitter somewhere. I just don't remember where. I feel bad about that, but um, yeah, that's my base take. Just remember that you know, I think all your wins and losses have in common is you. I think and that's take a, that in both a good and a bad way. <laughs> yeah, I think mentality is a big part of league. Mm-hmm. Because it's like if you if you just can't stand to play the game without getting tilted, I I just think. You saw at that point. Yeah, I, I think I think having a good mental and like like thought process towards league and having a good relationship with league is, <laughs> is paramount to. Yes. Another like, tip I have, I guess, is uh, because I am, I often, I I get tilted. I think everybody can get tilted, but I find it hard for myself to get super tilted. Um, the one tip I have is just. Think about breaking bad characters and just say their names in all chat. And that shit cures my tiltness. Or my, my tilting for some reason. Let's be like Walter White in all chat. Uh, that's more of a me thing. You find your own thing, guys. But if I'm tilted, I'll just say Hank Schrader in all chat. Yeah, maybe maybe you try to cheer yourself up. I don't know. Yeah. Remember, it's just a game. It's a video game. Take a break. You can mm-hmm. come back later. Yeah. And yeah. Well, that my that's for me. Um signing out. Uh any shout outs? Emily, uh, of course. And Mage. Yep. And Mage. <laughs> Both yeah. of us who were not with here to, uh for us. Well wow, I can speak English. Both of us which were not here with us today. Mage is feeling under the weather and I think Emily just has stuff going on in her life right now. Um hope you feel better, Mage. I know you're probably listening back to this in post. Yeah. <laughs> Um, take some of my yawns that are a little bit too audible out. Please, thank you. 
Uh, I'm tired today, unfortunately, but I am doing fine. I've just been, I've just been trying to fix my sleep schedule recently, so it's been oh, taking great. its toll. That's good. Uh, any shoutouts for you? Um, out the or- nothing out the ordinary. Uh, shout out Emily Mage. Um, oh yeah. Goober, Goober has not been a. Where is he? I don't even know where he is. He's not been a menace this recording, which is nice. He's been nice these last few recordings. I think he gets it now. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, just look. I was glare at him. He's like, oh, I get you, I get you, menace. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is all. Um, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with Mage, hopefully. Um, yeah. Have a good one. And yeah. see have ya. A great one. Bye-bye.